Welcome back to the Whatnots Review Show number 265. And it is morphin' time, Rangers. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? Sabertooth yeah. Tiger! Exactly. <laughs> We're going to be talking about some Power Rangers comics in just a bit. But if you did not know, each week here on the review show, we have a different story to talk about. Could be comic book, could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, all kinds of stuff. We read it, we watch it, we come back here and we talk about it. Uh, yeah, Power Rangers. I'm excited. Uh, but Melissa, how was your weekend? It's been good. I watched Tron Legacy again. Ooh, Tron Legacy okay. still excellent. There you go. If, there, you go. if any doubt has crept into your mind, banish it. I, Tron I Legacy it. good. I saw it in theaters, but that I think was the only time that I watched it. I've listened to the soundtrack a bunch because it is one of the best soundtracks ever. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, that's that's cool. Was there a particular reason you went back to Tron or just you were just like, why not? I I watched all of the new season of Good Omens twice in a row, and then I, I craved more Michael Sheen. He's in okay, Tron okay. Legacy briefly. Sure. A very fun couple of scenes he's in. There you go. Good stuff. I, I watched a movie. I don't know if you mentioned this one to me or not. It felt new, like we had just stumbled upon it. But after watching it, I have a very, 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 very vague recollection of you maybe mentioning it. It's a Netflix movie called Uncorked. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So you might be thinking you. of so Bottle just... Shock. Maybe. I, I, I don't That's know. That's another if... wine movie I've explained to you. I am personally okay. not aware of what Uncorked is. So Netflix movie, very similar elements to The Drops of God, the manga that we read here on the review show and also then watched the Apple Plus series on our own time. Um, this is it's it's a much smaller scale. It's not anyone competing for like who gets to, to win all of these wines by this famous wine dude. Um, it's about a guy whose parents kind of expect him to take over the family restaurant. They own a barbecue restaurant in Memphis, uh, and he doesn't really want to do that. He's kind of interested mm. in wine and wants to become a sommelier. Um, and they have no idea what a sommelier is, uh, all of that stuff. Mm. And it's kind of his struggles just to study for the test and to fail it and pass it and all just all of the stuff that ha happens to get him to chase his dreams to reconnect with his family all that stuff um and it was actually pretty good i liked it it's a it's a understated film if that makes sense it just it's is kind of on its own own level doing its own thing is this a new movie? This does sound vaguely familiar. I feel like I heard somebody on a podcast say they were I, in this. I think it's fairly recent. 
Um, okay. I don't know if that was like earlier this year or sometime last year. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I, I don't. I should figure out the actor's name. Uh, he was the main character in the Netflix adaption of the Archive 81, uh, which is based off a podcast. Yeah. Um, he's also in Netflix's The Get Down, which I also just happened <laughs> to watch season one of. He plays Grandmaster okay. Flash. Uh, oh. in that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know his name. I've seen him in a few the th- things, and he's always, he's always really good, 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 good. Um, but yeah, that's been my weekend so, so far. So you didn't you go. morph into anything yet. Oh, I, I am morphing right here, right now, <laughs> Melissa. Tonight is it is the morphin time. It is yes. the morphin hour. Yeah. Uh, so for the audio listeners, uh, I am in like a Black Ranger T-shirt, Black Power Rangers yes. T-shirt. And I bought a Black Power Rangers helmet uh, off Amazon. Um, we are recording this Sunday night as opposed to our usual Sunday morning, just so I could get these in time for the podcast. <laughs> uh the, I, w- I was kind of expecting just like a plastic mask with a drawstring, yes. but this is the one that I, I, I found on a- Amazon and it is like a full helmet uh, thing that you can put on. It's still really cheaply made. Like it's just it's that same like thin plastic. But uh, it, yeah, it's um, not breathable is what all the re- <laughs> reviews said. Like it looks good, but beyond that it's not a great Halloween right. costume because you get can't out your bre- drill, drill breathe. more air yeah. holes so that you can right. breathe. Cut like a little yeah, everybody needs hole three holes to breathe through something. and a little stick to remind them of their natural habitat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm well, not, not only are we talking about some power Rangers comics today, but on one of our other podcasts, yes. Melissa, you made us do a like, which Power Ranger are you quiz on the mm. line? Uh, and that's why I'm in Black Ranger attire, because that was the one that yes. I got. I got the Black Ranger. Melissa. I got yellow. Yeah. I, I, I just made my, I just have a yellow tank top. It's, I don't, yellow is not one of the primary colors in my wardrobe. But I made my lights all yellow. And I remember it, I had more colors of little foam microphone covers. So that's yeah. yellow, too. I'm trying to bring the spirit. Sabertooth Tiger. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yes. So Power Rangers comics. Let's get on to that. So I wanted to bring some kind of childhood IP onto the show in comic book form. This past week, the, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem yeah. movie came out. I went to go see that. It's fantastic. Uh, but I, I pitched, yeah, some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics. I pitched some Power Rangers uh, stuff and then some comics based on some Hanna-Barbera characters. Uh, but Melissa, you were the one that picked Power Rangers. Uh, why did you end up picking these ones? I've heard good things about them. I think I pitched you some of these before, maybe just like the Pink Ranger solo series. 
something like that. Because I like the idea. I think it starts with her just at a gymnastics tournament. And I like the idea of spending more time with Kimberly as a gymnast. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I have to agree. I've uh, before rating these. Everyone I know that had had like Mm -hmm. checked them out and read these have always been like, these are amazing. Holy wow, they're so good. Uh, And so I feel like I went in with pretty high expectations. And yeah, these comics don't have to go as hard as they do, but they are so (laughs) good. Oh, they're a wow. lot of fun these were awesome <laughs> i was not they're, expecting they're, them to be this good and it's the the power rangers you know and remember the original team is there it's very into new and more nuanced take on exactly what you remember from the tv show when you were a kid it's a lot of fun and it's not dark and gritty but like i said it gives everything just a bit more texture a bit more seriousness like it's not a fun after school activity that these kids are power rangers they really treat it like a job this yeah. is not a high school story this is, story. This is a of the world right right this is a story of co-workers the story of the power rangers <laughs> the power rangers a workplace comedy uh <laughs> yes it's a workplace story the workplace is angel grove the workplace is the <laughs> right, moon yeah. exactly um yeah so we read the first three volumes of mighty morphin power rangers from boom studios um and uh yeah i i it's interesting because i we we typically read uh, like two volumes of a comic uh on the show whenever we do comics um i went with three volumes because just kind of by the artwork like what was on the covers of these these things in the short little little descriptions it seemed like these first three arcs or these first three volumes were a little bit more of like that's act one here here you go uh and i think that worked out really well um yeah this was a relatively breezy read i think each volume was only five issues and then a bulk and skull story <laughs> yes uh they had back matter written by steve orlando um for yeah <laughs> bulk and skull that is more of the like silly side of oh yeah <laughs> of these comics here because that's the thing with the the power rangers show like that that was a show that i grew up on mm. it back behind me i have a bunch of power rangers action figures yeah. still in the boxes i'll get one and pull it up here in a sec but um yeah like it there's kind of an inherent silliness to what the power rangers was back yes. then because it is a japanese show that is redubbed and recut into this uh, its own brand new story with these other bits added in and yeah the, the, as like serious as it is to a kid at at that time me being like six years old who knows um it like it's just kind of silly looking back on, on it all these like big like karate movements and action stunts that are just like this is ridiculous and these comics because they don't move on their own like there is a certain movement to the page like some of that silliness is almost taken out of it 
So I'm glad that mm. there were these like backup stories that were just like, all right, this is like dumb, stupid stuff that Skull and yeah, are, yeah are, are up to. Um, so, yeah, I, I had a blast with these. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I really enjoyed myself. Um, I, I think you could hand these to a younger kid. Um, there yeah. are there is some stuff that is. I don't want to say darker. Like you said, it's not great. It's not like the dark and gritty reboot of power. Mm, mm. It's it's what you knew from the old TV shows. But then again, like is Power Rangers really still a thing? I I, I know it was a handful of years ago as they did their like I, 20 I, or 30th anniversary or something. I feel like 20th. if there were no longer any 25th. Power Rangers, then we would hear about it. No news is good news. The Power Rangers. I think they just sort of continue towards infinity, towards the horizon, yeah. reach the Power Rangers in like they new incarnations, incarnations. Yeah. But I don't know if those kept going like there if there is is one happening now. Um, Probably. All, all that to say is if you're our age like we i was born in 1990 if you're our age mm-hmm. like th- this is a comic for you like yeah it, d- it does not feel like a children's co- comic of just like yes. oh this is for like six-year-olds i'm not gonna read that no, <laughs> like, this is this is for me I, exactly and like <laughs> you if you year old me <laughs> if you know a kid who watches the the TV shows for the youth and gets bored of the action scenes and is like, when are they going to talk about their feelings more? This comic is great for those kids, of which I was one. <laughs> Little Melissa watching I'm, Pokemon, like I want more emotional turmoil, please. Yeah, yeah, which I I think was actually a good move on the part of the comics because it it does make you interested in the team dynamics of like oh do they like each other what's the beef that's happening in the crew this week oh this person has a a crush on this person okay here Mm. we go let's see what happens um yeah i i i have nothing but great things to say with this the art is fantastic in these books the covers on 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 these books yeah incredible incredible so stuff. dynamic um so yeah I, just i nothing but good things to to say with all of that yeah i was really happy we did these plot wise melissa do you want to help kind of break yeah. down what was happening in in these guys as we start the story tommy oliver is new to angel grove and as he arrived in Angel Grove, he was taken over by Rita to become her evil minion of the Green Ranger. Uh, but he has now shed that. He has now become part of the team. He's the Power Rangers Green Ranger. He's like, I'm not with Rita anymore. But he is still. Why are you holding up Jason? I, well, I, I have the whole set, but he like it's the Red <laughs> Ranger. He's the leader. <laughs> I, I can go like get the, the black key. one if you want. No, I, <laughs> Please just slowly over the course of the show, scoot Start back there, pick up another one, bring it up to the camera, they each of their turn. I just think it's funny that Tommy is the entry point of view character in this story and you go back there and you don't get Tommy. Whatever, whatever. Uh, um, but he's still dealing yeah. with 
Rita's voice in his head, kind of mocking him, menacing him. It's making him screw up. The other Power Rangers are still like to varying degrees. Like how we don't know him that well. How much do we trust him? Like, is there still some residual dark Rita energy to him? And it's about them learning to trust Tommy, learning Tommy, learning to shake this off and them coming together as a team to fight Rita's next mm-hmm. great scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, we, we see a, a whole bunch of familiar characters. Uh, I, from what I vaguely remember from the show and the movies early on, some of these early plot points are things that happened in the show, but I feel like they're adding yeah. some nuance to them or, or some, yeah. some, tw- some, some new twists on them. Um, there's some stuff that happens by the end of this third v- v- volume that's like, okay, now they're off to the races on their own story. And mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, so yeah, I, I say check, check these out. We got to read these on Comixology Unlimited. Um, I think they had a few more volumes up there that you can read, uh, from this <laughs> series, but these have also been so popular and so successful that they've done spinoffs of these. So they, they almost kind of do, I, from what I understand, I think, uh, that they have the like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers book, which is more so about them in the suits, in their zords, fighting mm. evil. And then they have Go-Go Power Rangers, which is more of them like outside of their suits. Huh. I think they have like mini series about different characters, uh, stuff like that. They, they've done a lot uh, with these these power rangers books here so there is a lot for you to dig into and chew mm-hmm. on um which i might do now that i've gotten myself yeah. started on on these these were like okay i kind of want to know what happens next <laughs> mm-hmm. so there you go uh but i say we take a quick break for housekeeping and when we come back we will start diving into the story a little bit more in depth uh and take it from there So yeah, we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you'd check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back once again. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. We appreciate you. It means a ton. Uh, Over on the Pilots Club this month in August 2023, we got to talk about the pilot 
of Veronica Mars, uh, a show that I had heard a lot about. I had heard good things uh, kind of like right before the pandemic. It had a fourth season revival. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those shows along with like Twin Peaks and, and stuff, you know, that, that got the like, what if uh, all the actors came back and we did a new season? Um, we watched the pilot of Veronica Mars. Uh, so go check out that. Go check that out. That's at our three dollar tier and above on Patreon. Uh, right here on the review show. Speaking of Veronica Mars, Kristen Bell is an actress yeah. in that. And last week here on the review show, we finished our coverage of The Good Place. We watched all seasons of The Good Place over the past few months uh, and got to talk about it there. We talked about season four last week. Uh, what a good show. What a yes. Great finale. Holy Truly moly. good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, over on the Reactor Core, uh, where we do all of our spoiler casts and stuff, you can go hear our thoughts on barbie and oppenheimer in a barbenheimer experience mm -hmm. and we also got to talk about the recent venture bros movie uh so if you're into those things go go check out our spoiler casts on those um and then over on the captain's log like i said we recently took some co co some quizzes to to be like hey what power rangers are you? yeah we also took a second quiz. Yes. Just in case from another site. So if you want to hear the results of those, one of which might shock you. Um, yes. The, the second <laughs> quiz would reel off the rails. Exactly. We are following the results of the first quiz, which I feel like I should say it was from Sideshow. Sideshow, the collectibles and statuette company. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, go go check out all of that stuff. We got plenty of things happening here at the Whatnots. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into spoilers for the Power Rangers. Okay, Power Rangers. Um, so this was an interesting one because th this first volume starts with issue zero, which mm. probably came out a little later like after the success of like the first couple ish issues mm. if i'm not mistaken okay. or it might have been like a a free comic book day issue to be like hey here's the kind of thing that we're going for here um and it, it was interesting because it it starts in the middle of things that first issue at least in the like collected trade I was like, I have no idea what's happening here. I have no idea. I'm kind of lost. I don't I, I don't know. Uh, but then immediately, once you get to the real issue one, it's like, OK, let's catch you up. Here's Bulk and Skull as they do their yes. like, live stream on their phones and explaining everything that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> They've um, got the sort of Flash Thompson dynamic where. Yeah. I seem to remember them making fun, uh, not actively bullying, but just sort of generally mocking the kids who are secretly the Power Rangers while they yeah. adore the Power Rangers and want to join them. Yeah, ab abso absolutely. Um, biggest fans of the Power Rangers themselves 
Mm-hmm. But not the people that are actually yeah, in the suits, and they Jason, don't know who's in Billy. the suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they have no idea. But yeah, they like they are also kind of your in character for this series. Um, yeah, they are the like every man on the street, as they are the ones like reporting the news, essentially running like a YouTube channel, um, mm-hmm. and then like as these different zords attack and and stuff like that they're just like man dark day for the ranger fans wow Mm -hmm. our city's destroyed and one (laughs) of them might have betrayed them oh no right like they they are taking it so serious yes that's that's what i like about this like it's not it's not making fun of like the 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 fiction itself takes itself seriously Mm -hmm. um which it helps you to get into the book and what is ha- happening. Um, and it worked. It worked really well. <laughs> yeah. What do you, I... Do you, oh, go ahead. No, no do, did you have a question? Please quiz me. I was just going to move on to like, hey, did, did you have like a, a favorite, like of, of the new kind of dynamic between the team members or new characters that you got to spend a little bit more time with and actually know their feelings was there a moment in this harry's that stood out to you yes this is what i wanted to talk about i mentioned that these power rangers do work more like an actual workforce like they take this like a job and there's after the first mission fails where like tommy doesn't control his zord correctly and he almost knocks over a bridge and the one the other power rangers and their zords has to like swoop in and save it they go mm-hmm. back and they're talking to zordon and zordon's big floating head says jason as team leader it's your responsibility to make sure everyone has a clear understanding of operating tactics and procedures which is so formal like this reminds me of like me at my office where we've got the standard operating <laughs> procedures and the process yep. manual and the escalation matrix. I'm like Power Rangers shouldn't have to deal with this. I thought they like kick and punch and high five. So to know that it's like, <laughs> well, Jason, you really should have met and made Tommy read through the manual. You should have given him a performance review. Like it, I mean it when I say it's a bit more, maybe not like an office, but maybe more like any sort of force, any sort of military or paramilitary force we've seen in another show where they have like, not paperwork, but like there are rules. We have a boss. There's bylaws. There's an organizational structure here. Exactly. There's a a constitution, which is one of my favorite things that happens every now and then in like DC comics or or the like DC cartoons. The Justice League also always has like, but we need, should we vote in this new member? Well, then we're like, well, according to the bylaws, because he, he got voted out this one time like we like he, he has to mm-hmm. serve six months probe right it's just like what is happening <laughs> here no don't do this go punch I, something <laughs> <laughs> i think it's funny but when you look at it that way and you also look at these kids are in high school and they have other stuff yeah. they do like kimberly has her gymnastics courses we see jason teaching like a kid's beginner's karate class at the local dojo i guess like they have 
regular high school lives, regular after school lives with jobs and, and hobbies and sports and things. And they do this like it really put me in awe of just the not the traditional action packed strength and like friendship strength of the Power Rangers, but just like, how do you manage your schedules? Like, when do you sleep? Right. How do you manage like stress? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, just, yeah, that. How do you do that, this, Power I Rangers? Is the ridiculousness of this Harry's as a like again, like I said, since you don't get to see the whole thing in motion, there's a different kind of ridiculousness of that. Like, do you know the computations that Billy is making? <laughs> he is like Tony Stark level genius, yes, and he's still yes. in high school. What is happening? Like, no, right. he should own his own. And like, <laughs> like he should have a Nobel Peace exactly, yes. Prize by now. What is going on? Yeah, it's just like this I, thing is ridiculous. <laughs> so you when we took these quizzes, you got the Black Ranger and I think you said the black one always was your the Black Ranger was your favorite one. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I when I was a kid, of course, as a girly girl, I do like Kimberly, but mm -hmm. I think my favorite was always Billy. And I liked him because he was the smart one. He was mature and he always did look older than all of the other kids. And I thought that was kind of funny, <laughs> but I liked it. I like that. There's just like a responsible stiff dad friend who still has to wear overalls like he's a hip teen. And they make good use of Billy in this. I love Billy in his sweater vest and his glasses. He still looks so old and serious. Yeah. Um, man, it's 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 interesting because Billy like one of the things I remember the most about even like the Power Rangers movies and stuff like mm. the the ninja movie when they got their ninja suits and stuff. He yeah. was always down on himself like he was the one that mm -hmm. was by far the toughest on himself in in a kind of woe is me way, unfortunately. Uh, mm. I'm just like, no one likes me. I'm not the coolest. All of the, da, 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 that stuff. And in that movie, he got special treatment, right? They were like, we have a special suit just for you, right? And yeah. he, he got his moments in the in the show, in the in those movies, all of the, that stuff. And I think one of my favorite moments of this comic was with Billy. Uh, mm -hmm. is he's he's captured he's taken to the dark yes. dimension yes. uh and he's 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 put where what's his name goldar goldar that's his name goldar who is rita repulsa's uh like right hand man slash bodyguard slash general um it, he's he had previously disappointed her with letting the Green Ranger mm. get away. And so he's in this like self-imposed exile slash no, punishment no, like she, into the dark dimension. I think she did put him there. Like he he right. says later, he's like, this is my dimension. I can still exert certain powers over it. But my mistress is that, kind of what here. I mean by self -imposed. I'm beholden to her will. Yeah. He, he's like, I can technically escape whenever I want, but I deserve this. Like, I, I right. am the one that I want her to say her. I can leave. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, they're they're in this dark dimension together, just kind of in this 
void of nothingness. Uh, and they have a heart to heart. Like they have There's, this real like great moment they where they are like this is the most characterization that Goldar has ever had. Period. Yes, and I, I love loved it. that that we're taking a real yeah. emotional look at Goldar's motivations. And I took a photo of this just off of my tablet screen. It's so funny. There's one panel that's just Billy and Goldar awkwardly standing there in prison next to each other in the void. And then Billy says. So we're we not going to uh, speak at all. And Goldar says, there is nothing to discuss. And he's like, well, we're both the uh, prisoners. We have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so good. It's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but like they 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 truly do have like a, a good heart to heart. They understand each other for a moment um, with, with just this like. The enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah. moment here, because um, what we learn through the course of these three, these three volumes here is that there is this kind of mysterious voice that Rita is hearing that is or that that Tom or, well, or, the, or Tommy is hearing Rita. And then I guess Rita is correct. hearing somebody else. Yeah. Or yeah. Like t- Tommy is manifesting what he thinks Rita would say. I, I took that as like, she's not actually talking to him, but it's, it's like his like PTSD, so to speak, his like guilt uh, for what Mm -hmm. he did. Um, But like, yeah, so he's hearing her voice, but then she gets approached by this like mysterious figure. uh, Mm. And he's like, I have a proposition. Um, and he ends up being Lord Draken. Um, and at at first I was like, I don't know who the hell Lord Draken is. I don't yeah. know any of this. He's in this like black dragon megazord uh, thing. And he has this interesting power where he can shrink it so he can be like a normal yeah. human size, but still lo- looking like this megazord. Or he can be this like giant kaiju size yeah. uh, thing, which I which, thought was 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 really yeah. And I like that. That's how Tommy ultimately tricks him. He's like, "Oh, you're so scared of me. You think you have to be kaiju sized to fight me? Like shrink down and fight me? Like hand to hand combat with a a man sized Zord is very funny." And I think yeah. that is how they get him. Is that then once he's small, they're able to like zap him with something. But I do yeah. like that. That is an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, and kind of the big reveal uh, by the end of this third volume, of, co- of course, is that uh, Lord Draken is also Tommy. Uh, right. right. Some dark alternate future Tommy. From, yeah. From a, from an alternate dimension. Um, and yeah, I, I, I know that a few volumes down the road, there is a big Power Rangers event called Shattered called Shattered grid uh which kind of mm. revolves around like this is the culmination of lord jarakin's story uh stuff like that so there are some interesting things coming up in this story that we did not get to um which is why i'm like i should go back and read yeah. more of these because these were good um but yeah i like that is that is like i just said like the interesting thing of like oh now they're 
doing something unique or at least from mm. my time watching power rangers they yes. never did this like alternate dimension time travel yeah. well, there was the like time travel power rangers but mm. like it's not right like this is an original story that hasn't been covered in any of those old shows or stuff like that um but i like i i do remember like the the story of the girl, like, well, I, I don't remember it, but I, I remember watching it, right? Uh, the, like the, the story of the Green Ranger and how he used <laughs> to be evil and like there was the White Ranger yeah. after, after that, right. like all that Which stuff. Which is like, if you're just watching this sometimes on Saturday mornings when you're awake at the right time and your parents don't make you leave the house to see grandma or anything, that's hard to follow when you're real little. Like he was a bad guy and then he was a good guy and then he's still a good guy. But now his costumes inexplicably different. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. Like I. <laughs> and then there's a movie and the movie's like kind of the same continuity as the show. And that's the thing i watched it religiously like this was my favorite thing of all time i've i've told the story over on on the the, the captain's log one of our other podcasts but when power rangers became huge it it was like so incredibly difficult to get all of these these toys yes. and stuff and get all of the megazords and all of their like weapons and stuff i had T tommy's like dagger flute thing i had the white saba uh thing i think i had the like red pistol um that they should i forgot that they had guns in this they each have their <laughs> yeah. like pistol thing here um I, I had all sorts of stuff uh but my parents for christmas wanted to get me all of these these power rangers to to and called every store they could think of oh. all of them were sold out uh and they they at least had the foresight to like look in advance and if like mm. th this was not like the night before or like the week of <laughs> right this was like months in advance and you could not get these to toys um and eventually one of my aunts found them at a store out in montana we lived on wow. the East Coast in Virginia, so they bought them all and sent them to my parents. Uh, and so, yeah, I got all of these Power Rangers toys for Christmas. And I, I, I don't remember if it was like the day after Christmas or if it was like the day after New Year's or something. Um, but like, yeah, that the the day after all of them got killed and wiped out and then new rangers came and oh, new no. zords and all that stuff and yet my parents were just like oh no this is a nightmare <laughs> like, we, <laughs> we just got him the old stuff now he'll want the new stuff <laughs> oh, we gotta do this all over again what do you mean there's more pokemon 150 <laughs> right? isn't enough yeah exactly exactly go get Verse another one of your power of rangers poker rap okay i'll go get the so yellow got, one i've got red and black up here right you've now got jason so. the leader zach the one who's the most suspicious of tommy but then they're friends and now trini the yellow one yeah indeed indeed yeah i have these all still in the box i don't know how i have them all still in the box yeah apparently i have them all in the box still they're, not they're the really impressive 
like the 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 boxes themselves aren't in the best condition, but the to- toys themselves are in great. What's shape the price on those price tags? What store are these from? A Kmart? From a Gibson's. Whoa. Uh, ten ninety nine for Chini. Wow. Yeah, ten ninety nine. They better uh, all be ten ninety nine. I'd oh. be mad if somebody was more expensive. Jason is from Walmart. He's eight ninety six. Oof! <laughs> Slumming it with Jason. What, what a disrespect to Walmart. <laughs> Put some respect on the man's name. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Good lord. Um, but yeah, I I I really like that stuff. I liked the stuff with Tommy as well because like you 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 do get a look inside his psyche too, right? That he was mm. not an original ranger. He's yes. picked by Rita. Yeah. She had a purpose for him, not Zordon. Um, and when he decides to betray Rita, that's kind of of his own making but even then he's still unsure of his choice unsure if he'll be accepted into the rangers unsure if they trust him or like hat like he's mm-hmm. he's, tr- he's trying to figure out how he can earn their trust uh and then and you also and, have yeah in just in general he is new to the area he does not know yeah. any other people it seems like he's there with a, a single mother perhaps there's been a recent death or a divorce in the family like they don't really go into it but you can look at each of these kids and extrapolate how much more stuff they are going through that just isn't part of the morphin adventure this week yeah absolutely um i I think even when they go into this big fight like at the end of volume two and into the start of volume three uh when yeah when when it's Billy and and Hami that get zapped into yeah. the other dimension, right? Um, yeah, they like it's both bit like Billy's parents are there talking to the cops, like he never came home. Like yeah. all of, like there there's some stuff that's that's in here that I'm like, man, yeah, so we good. never had that before. The TV right? show was I, I don't <gasps> I don't remember any of these kids having parents, and if they did, they were never worried. Or, or if they were, it was just like, dang, I missed 10 o'clock curfew, but I'm going right. to make it home by 1115 if I can defeat these putties. It's never like there was a massive citywide disaster. Where is my son? I haven't seen my son in days. Right. Yeah. Or like, is is this city now in martial law? Is, is there a curfew yeah. on this? It's like these attacks are not. They, they they are more localized to Angel Grove, I feel like, but they are a global mm. thing. Yeah. Um, like the, the the whole world seems to know and recognize the Power Rangers, not in a like, oh, it's a celebrity way, but like, mm. oh, these are like the protectors of Earth. Yeah. And yeah. I, I liked getting that perspective. I don't remember that from the show, uh, the sense of the everyday person believing that there are heroes out there now. I believe yeah. in the power Rangers. I don't know who they are, yeah. uh, but I, I admire their bravery, whoever these young people may be. And it's, we are now adjusting to this, this new world where there's a monster sometimes, but then also five or six young people in brightly colored costumes. And we just, we just got to put our faith in them. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, when so I have not listened to all of their podcasts. I know they are still g- going strong, but Jay and Miles explain the X Men. Ah, uh, have has like that that podcast is fantastic. If you are mm-hmm. just in in the slightest in, interested in the X Men, go check them out. Uh, if you have not, um, but something that they would always say about Chris Claremont's run on the X Men is 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 that like what made it so popular and what made it such a hit is that it was a soap opera. It was this revolving Mm. door of characters of like, who's here at the mansion, what's happening at school, who likes who, who has crush on who, who's mad at who. Right. Mm. And I, I think that's what the creators of this book were pulling on. Like that's kind of what it reminded me of in, in a sense, especially when, we get to see uh, Kim, as they call her in this book, kind of start flirting a little bit with yeah. Tommy. Just uh, like innocent flirting, I, I I feel like partly to get to know him, but also partly like yeah, just you're like, also real cute. Like maybe yeah, something else cu- could happen here. You know? Yeah. And I want to make sure that you feel welcome. I do want yes. to trust and believe in you. I know you're never going to feel at home here unless I reach out a hand. Yeah. Um, but but she also does seem like genuinely crushed when uh, like their their date kind of thing doesn't really work mm. out. But that is the kind of thing that I, I, I think drew, drew me into the book is that I now know like the emotional state of these people going mm. into these fights here and they can enter a b- 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 battle and i can be like oh man something's about to go wrong yes. because kim is off her game she just got yeah. rattled because this p- 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 person like threw her out right like it it feels like there are much more stakes uh in these fights now and i think that's why i care of, of, yes. about this stuff um so man yeah bravo on all of this because it was awesome i liked the team dynamics because again i don't remember there being much of that from the show maybe i just watched it too sporadically i was too little i wasn't really paying attention thank you who is here to join the party here is is kimberly kimberly yeah beautiful I'm starting we to get Billy uh, for last. I'm, I'm just like a floating head now. I'm, I'm just building top a protective wall. Figures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're little and you just snuggle into the giant pile of stuffed animals and your little head sticking out like an ET. Right. Yeah. I can just do the, the, the thing where I stick no, up my head over the can fe- get me back here. Fence. Right. Yeah. I'm safe. <laughs> I don't remember there being a lot of individual dynamics in the show that I think like there was sort of a Tommy Kimberly romance, but I don't remember like this is how Billy and Zach feel about each other. I don't really remember sub romances or friendships or rivalries or distrusts or like you and I are, we're a science team. We repair the Zords together. You and I do this together that the other people don't do together. And I like that we are establishing this here. Like you've got Jason's the leader. It seems like uh, Kimberly's 
I don't want to say second in command. I don't know if there is officially a second in command, but there are scenes where they talk to each other outside of, you know, actually being at the Ranger headquarters about how Ranger stuff is going. And like you see Billy and Trini working together on on various technological things. Right. And like Trini has to step in when Billy is kidnapped and it's still like you have a boggling amount of information about these things. Like, are you guys going to Caltech or something? What are your plans? What are any of you going to do with your lives when you're not power Rangers? Or is that the whole plan? Mom and dad, I'm not going to college. I'm going to be a power ranger full time. Yeah. No, there's not a pension in the show is that they, they never really had scenes where they are working on the zords where they're yes, fixing them up, i like that a are, lot that was an in an aspect that i was also really interested in as kind of a mecha anime fan that's in a lot of gundam style shows of, of just them like working on the mechs of like oh i need to recalibrate this system or here's an up in up grade uh for it and yeah that was interesting too it seems kind of like billy was their mechanic yeah mostly but even still like that's just like that's what the overalls were for yeah i interesting this is something that i never i saw or at least don't remember from that Mm -hmm. original series that i i think is a brilliant uh new 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 look at like oh yeah you do have to store these somewhere yes uh where do five high school kids get uh giant hangers to 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 hide these in <laughs> like where do they go where where do they get all of the technology and equipment to do all of this well okay does, it's yeah, in there like, on just like summon this like somewhere I, yeah thinking about their headquarters i I was always like, is this a pre-existing building that they took over? Did Zordon build this? Where is it? Do they all just carpool there? Is it far away? What's the commute to go see Zordon? How much is their Uber ride to take it out there, right? (laughs) I like that this story does take a closer look at just the practicalities of being a Power Ranger, like how much time it takes away from your day, how much you really need to work on like team morale and team building and things like that. And like spend your downtime. All right. I got to tune up this Zord. Uh, We've got this like danger room type place where we can run different scenarios and practice different battle plans and things like that. Exactly. I love a danger room type space where it's like this is our safe space to practice, to experiment, to challenge each other, to run Mm -hmm. all of these different tests and like fine tune ourselves so that when the battle comes, we can like immediately snap into action because it'll just be muscle memory at that point. Which again is like, when when do you get sleep or see your families or like write a history paper? Exactly. Exactly. I want to and learn how, how so much more like plagiarism when you don't have time to write it. And <laughs> right. yeah, you can't have one of you write all of the papers and then just all five of you turn in one paper. I do want to know, like broken down even further, like which one of you is in charge of taking like first aid lessons? Which one of you like drives the carpool? 
<laughs> which one of you is the one who like calls everybody else's parents when you're about to go into a battle? Like, hey, Zach, this is it's, hey Zach's mom. This is Billy. Zach's going to spend the night at my place. Boy, we got a big study, big test to study for. You might not see Zach tonight. Okay, bye. Yeah, which one of them's in charge of guys? After we defeat this big chicken monster, don't forget English term papers. Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Let's hash it out now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe they do it in the danger room. They they like <laughs> simulate scenarios. Like what would happen yes. if I handed in this paper to, to my right. teacher? <laughs> We're we're not simulating a battle. We are simulating speech and debate class today, Zordon. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, yeah. So another big important element of the Power Rangers is Zordon and yes. Alpha. Alpha. Is that, that his name? Right. Yeah. Alpha five. Alpha five. Uh, I, 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 I. Um, what did you think of them in love in this book i i love them i'm just always happy to see them i like that zordon's like a big very serious head in a jar like a dad i (laughs) the aesthetics of power rangers always fascinated me when i was a little kid and even now looking at these like i'm this is not exactly my jam i have like a cursory amount of like nostalgic fun with it but i'm never going to be the person who goes into sub power rangers and it's like yeah i'm into wild storm and and times rangers and jungle force and these are all the different iterations and every different like i can't do that that's not me but when i just look at them they make me happy just the way a power ranger looks with their little harlequin outfits those big helmets with no eyes and mouths that don't move but are still on there they just have these like fixed plastic mouths on the outsides of their yep. helmets i think it's so funny exactly they just have lips that do nothing why have the lips <laughs> yeah like you, you would think like even if it was like fabric or something it would you would still see their mouths move like like spider-man yes. or dead yes. right but no it's just like a hard armor plastic thing who knows yeah. what right yeah just like why do you even have lips on this thing you even have the little like indentation ab- above <laughs> the, the, lip, the right. right yeah good lord i i love the way they look i love the mystery of just like why is zordon just a head why is he in a tube does he have a body is his head that big and then in I the do movie remember them doing stuff with that right yeah I remember in the movie, like somebody, Rita or Ivan Ooze or somebody like breaks in, wrecks the place. And Zordon's Mm -hmm. just like an old man wearing like a big blanket and he's just old and sick. And it's like so weird. Like my my dad was in the hospital a couple of years ago for just like some Mm -hmm. very cursory run of the mill old man, like normal procedure. But my brother and I still went to go see him. Billy's here. Billy's at the party. Billy's here. There we go. And we see our dad and he's wearing, he's just has some like knit blanket pulled like all the way up to his chin. He's like kind of knocked out from whenever he was on. He's kind of glassy and like cold and pale and weak. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's fine. And then my brother and I were walking away from the hospital room and we turned to each other and we're like, did that remind you of 
Zordon. Zordon. <laughs> like that's that image of like this big, larger than life, mysterious, foreboding, but like he's odd. Comforting. Right? He's, he's the man right, behind exactly. the curtain, but, but like not you know, you can a like grifter? Yeah, but you know you can trust him. You're like, I don't know what this guy's deal is, but I know he's on my side, and I know he's going to steer me in the right way. And he seems just sort of eternal and all-powerful. And to see Zordon just, like, just sick in bed, pretty much. He's just like, an old man in a big sweater. was like a real haunting image. That vulnerability still sticks with me today. And, yeah, of course, absolutely. I just... I like Alpha 5. He's I like that he's just sweet. He did on. get one good. I I I I I. <laughs> I like the I I I I. He's just excited to be there. He's happy to help. He he's never snarky or anything. Like he's a real team player. Alpha Five. I always liked that about him. Yeah, and came through in these comics when their their mm-hmm. their headquarters got destroyed, and Rita t- t- takes him and rips him apart, but his head still works. So he's able to Wild. like get a signal out to be like, hey, I like you. I'm still here. I need help. Uh, also, here's what happened. Right. Um, yeah, they they do some awesome stuff. I, I think to pull in another reference that I saw in this was the design of the black dragon uh, Zord. Uh, looked an awful lot like an Ava unit with the like oh. teeth and the way the like chin looks okay. as well as the like little spike thing on its head there. It's not as skinny as the Ava units look like uh, in Neon Genesis Evangelion, but it had it had the same mouth, the same teeth, mm-hmm. um, which is scary and freaky and but I, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed that. That like even something like that gets referenced in a Power Rangers uh, thing, which I'm Makes like, sense. you are, you are yeah. hitting all the right buttons. The, you are pulling all the, the right strings. Tale I like this. Of yeah. teen angst about getting in a robot. Yeah. I want to shout out one particular monster, which is when mm-hmm. Rita Repulsa, we see her go international and she attacks Italy with a huge monster that's the Vitruvian man with like yep. four arms and four legs. That's so cool. Why have I never seen that before? I was so happy to see it now. Massive nude multi-limbed man just attacking Rome or wherever. Yeah. And uh, apparently they got his speech functionality just by Googling like Da Vinci quotes or something like that so he's just like saying things that supposedly da vinci said in a random i'm gonna invent an air screw (laughs) someday they'll name a turtle after me (laughs) (laughs) exactly um yeah they they had just like it's it's kind of wild to 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 think that we really haven't gotten many modern digs examples of this like super sentai style show but a more dramatic version like a a, a version that is not the like wild arm movements and karate but like an actual like what if we took this serious um i know we did get a, a more recent power rangers movie and i have to be honest i did not see that so i don't really I know what's in that it. one 2017's Saban's Power Rangers. It's yeah. How did that com- compare to the 
to this. It's that one's not too far off in terms of the emotionality of what are the inner lives of these kids? What are their struggles? It's less, I mean, it's kind of right on the edge of being dark and gritty, but dark and gritty in a free form original TV series sort of way where it's like, which I, at its most reductive is kind of where these co- comics sit. Yeah. But I, I don't <laughs> think that's a bad thing, right? Yeah. I enjoyed 2017's Saban's Power Rangers. I, I like the team dynamics, like how much time the team tries to spend with each other, being aware that after what we went through with like Zordon, this mysterious gray floating head said, we're all Rangers now. Whatever this means, we take it seriously. We know we are now bonded to each other, even though none of us know each other. We go to high school, we see each other around, but none of us are existing friends. And it's like, mm-hmm. we ought to be existing friends now. We, there's a nice training montage. Kyle, you if you, one of the tropes on our bingo sheet that you keep putting on there and haven't been able to cross off yet is didn't realize my own strength. There's a great didn't realize my own strength montage. In 2017's Saban's Power Rangers, when they first get their powers and they're just like accidentally like ripping doors off hinges and stuff. And then they're like, like, okay, we have to practice. We we need to get to know each other and like our new bodies and powers and what it is that we can do. There's a nice sense of camaraderie in Mm. that movie. I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I know the author of these comics, Kyle Higgins, uh, is writing some comics right now that are kind of t- taking off. And it is kind of in a similar vein to these like mm. Super Sentai stuff. It's the Radiant Black comics, oh, um, which I've mentioned been about recently these. on the show. I just read volume one a, c- a couple w- weeks ago. Incredible stuff. It is awesome. Um, which won't be one of my recommendations at the end of the show here. But that that I think is the closest thing that I've seen to kind of what I want out of like a, a Sentai style show or comic mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, and now that I've read these, um, yeah, absolutely want to keep going with these comics here to check it out because heard nothing but good things i think i even saw a like rangers academy comic so i'm wondering if it is like when they get out of high school they are then Ooh, training up the next generation like to do, something like that would be neat yeah um i'm not sure if that was actually what is happening in that book or not but um i briefly looked at the like power rangers boom studios mm-hmm. website and then they were on like power rangers issue 111 i was like whoa there's there's a lot of this stuff here wow i'm so behind <laughs> i i i do like that about power rangers is that it is i admire that it's a franchise that can continue in all these different ways it can always start anew but also mm-hmm. have the continuity of events where an older power ranger comes back i know that's happened several times we just had some right, yeah. new movie on netflix earlier this year there's yeah, some event called like forever red where it's like here's every red ranger we could get and they're all together 
And I think bulk is still around or like has been around in recent years, like bulk's son or nephew or somebody is a power ranger or bulk's like the equivalent to Ernie where he owns like the place they hang out when they have downtime and they confide in bulk. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. At bulk's gym. (laughs) Right. Something like that. That's cool. I, I want to talk a little bit about the Bulk and Skull comics at the end of each yes, volume. Please. These are so fun. They're like in a much more cartoony style. They're shorter. They're just straight up jokes. And there's one where they get called in the principal's office. I have to read you this. This very like J. Jonah Jameson type blowhard please about do. to yes. have a about to have a heart attack principal character is yelling at them and he says i can't escape you gentlemen my doctor said find a hobby manage my anxiety so i took up glass blowing found myself in a pitched creative fury do you know what i made a screaming jar to safely release the multifaceted stress you provide me daily it was full in one week. Screams have no mass. You're not supposed to be able to fill up a scream jar. <laughs> that's that's absurd on another level beyond anything else in the book. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's the, more like, examples. Like they they prank the principal by ordering like 30 Italian subs in his name. And then the place they order the subs from makes a sandwich called the bulk. And then like they go in a couple weeks later and it's not there anymore. And they're so upset. (laughs) And at this point they're like on probation, they have to do community service and they like make a plea to the cop that they're with. And he's like, it sees that they can, use this energy for something kind of good and he lets them protest outside the store bring back the bulk the best deal in meat <laughs> and then somebody tries to rob the the restaurant and then because that cop is there he's able to stop the robber and he's like bulk and skull kind of well, contributed to something good after all so th- yeah they're outside protesting and when the robber runs outside of the restaurant Bulk is the one that stops him, but not to stop him from robbing the place to ask right, him if they put the bulk back on the right, menu. Did you see and, it? Would yeah. you order a bulk? <laughs> and beca- I got it. because he got stopped. Yeah, that's when the, when the cops show up. <laughs> mm. I I want to know what's on the bulk. I want also got to say it's only a bulk sandwich and not a skull sandwich. And I like that skull seemingly has no animosity about that. He's not like, well, He's- what's the skull side salad? It probably comes with with Skullslaw. Skullslaw. What it is. Um, Show me the, the yeah, new I, little guys you got. You got yeah, an alpha. So I, I have uh, much smaller, like instead of like the big, like actual action figures. These are almost <laughs> just slightly bigger than like ar- army men's size stuff. But mm. yeah, I got a whole bunch. I have a whole bag of them uh, down there. Oh my there. god. Um, but yeah, how much did these retail and at what store? Uh, two ninety nine from Pamida. <laughs> Pamida. Yep. Two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. What a deal. Take home your own yeah. Alpha five for three dollars. Exactly. Exactly. I have a bunch of these. Let's see. Oh my God. Um, Show me. You got any like villains? You got a Goldar or a Zed? Uh, an Ivan Ooze. Yes, I do. There's Tommy. I have. 
finally Hi, have him up there, the little small one. Um, let's see. Oh, here's I don't. Who is this guy? I don't know. One of the evil bad guys kind of looks like a little monkey dude. I don't know if we saw him in this one. It he looks has familiar. the like. He has the like bones. Like well, it it almost looks like they used to be wings, but there's no wings I... on them. It's just like the 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 like skeleton yes. structure on that. He's this... a blue character. I I I, I seem to remember that figure. Are oh here we go Goldar man Goldar is so cool looking Goldar was great um yeah in his like decked out gold armor giant wings stuff like that I also have another Black Ranger of these somewhere up here I have a bigger one uh like the re regular action figure size of one of the villains i don't remember what huh. one though i can go get it in a sack here um that's what i was looking for ah. uh but they're like tucked away up in a closet like up mm. up, up, up here so you may have heard things like falling uh while <laughs> melissa was ta talking stuff like that but um yeah man i i cannot recommend these comics enough i had a blast me a blast too all of these um apparently there are facts about all of the rangers Whoa. on the back here read me trini um, facts trini birthplace houston texas favorite what? food extra spicy chili dogs my favorite subject geometry hobbies huh. kung fu and collecting teddy bears oh cute there you go. Let's see. Uh, let's do Billy. Man, chili dogs were the most 90s food. Right. And pizza. Um, Billy, 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 Billy. Birthplace, Chicago, Illinois. Guacamole cheeseburgers is his favorite food. Okay. Uh, favorite subject is physics and his hobbies, inventing electronic devices. <laughs> It's interesting that there's so many of these kids who came to Angel Grove from other cities. Right. Yeah. What is the main industry of Angel Grove? Smoothies? It, it almost feels like a military place because of ah. all these different things. But I don't think it is. And I don't think the Rangers are military brats. So that that I feel fun. like would have been. Yeah. If not a plot point in the comics or uh, in the show, I, maybe would have been one in the comics if their parents I, were Trini, in the military, right? Trini does mention that her dad, uh, I think her family's from Taiwan. Her dad was in the military okay. and had some PTSD type issues after he was done. And that's why he like, I think he was a an army doctor. And then after they moved to Angel Grove, like he didn't practice medicine again. Like he had to kind of leave that behind because of all the memories associated with it. Whoa. Finster. I got the Finster, Finster. the little inventor guy. Yeah. He's so little. Right. So it's funny that he's like the big action figure you have in the big box. Right. I have to like balance him up here. I have a couple in like a bigger version <laughs> box. 
like I have another red ranger that's in a box that's like as big as this. There's al almost no room for me. I have so many t toys out here. I'm like <laughs> hidden behind them all. You have to have an all Power Ranger curio cabinet that's like lit from beneath. <laughs> um right yeah just it and it has some like button that you hit and it's like uh in 1993 when <laughs> red ranger tommy debut blah, blah, blah. <laughs> jason you, you guess over and you're like let me give you the tour and then you take out a series of note cards <laughs> yeah exactly and on the left we have goldar <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, yeah, I I don't know if I have really much else to say on mm. the comics. Um, besides, I had a blast. Um, and go check them out. You know, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, well, that is happening. I am pulling up Bingo for us to check out and see if we have any updates on that. You see if I can I'm hidden behind everything, so I can't hit the buttons to bring this up on screen. <laughs> there we go. Oh, whoop, that's zoomed in. Let's zoom out. There we go. Um Okay. Villain with a pet. Does Rita have a pet? Do we uh, know? <sighs> I don't think so. No. I didn't see her with one. I was just wondering if she had like a, you know, sometimes they they just have like an animal sitting around with them. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Um, cat and mouse game. Trying to think if if Lord Dragon playing with them would kind of be a cat and mouse game but i don't think so that's not really what i was going for i was thinking more of like detective story and like the culprit is playing with the detective leaving clues stuff like that um do we count alpha as a spaceship ai <laughs> no i if we if we couldn't count Janet, we can't count Alpha. I when I was thinking AI, yeah. it's like this is a disembodied voice. Unless it's like Aya from Green Lantern, the animated series, where she's like, right, I want to yeah. manifest me a body. I want to walk around and go on adventures with you. Yeah. You could almost say Zordon is, but knowing the little, little bit that we know about him, it's it's he's like ambiguously oh, yeah. a real guy. Yeah. So I don't think we have an update for our bingo cards. No, we've been uh, frozen for a while. I know we're kind of in a stalemate. Um, just well, it's not a stalemate because I'm winning. Well, uh, I'm very clearly sure, but winning. Like, uh, <laughs> but neither yes, of us are, you are, are winning. winning any Rub more than we were before. Right? Rub it in, <laughs> Melissa. Rub it in. Um, yeah, but yeah, we're we're just like there's. Nothing else happening right now on this. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I let me see if I can find some room here so you guys can actually see me. Um, yes. Move some of these guys out of the way here. Bam, bam. Okay, let's do recommendations. 
Melissa, for people who enjoyed these comics, what else might you recommend? Do check out 2017's Saban's Power Rangers. Uh, that is how it was labeled. I forget why, but they had to have the Saban logo like over over the main movie title. That's how it was credited on the poster for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, I I had a good time with it. I'm kind of sad that that thing, it never got a second one. Tommy's not in it. They tease a Tommy at the end. We never shall get Tommy. Um, I forget. Was this last year or the year before that for one of our ongoing monthly series, we read Kaiju Max, which also takes these very familiar, tropey sort of stories of like, Big robots, big kaiju, men in suits, super Sentai Rangers. And it's set in a world where these Sentai Rangers are the wardens of these giant prison islands that store, that house kaiju prisoners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you follow some of those characters. Like there's a, a Sentai character who, guard who like almost gets like stepped on or something just by one of these huge, huge inmates and then keeps like subconsciously like powering up his armor, like adding on like more layers and more armor and more guns and turrets and things like that. Just whenever he gets nervous, he just grows more guns. (laughs) Yeah, that Uh, was a fantastic uh, series of comics. I, I, I loved that one a lot. And yeah, I thought of that book a lot as I was reading this. And that one's got its more serious, more dramatic moments, but I think on the whole is is quite comedic. There's yeah. real goofy little bits in there. Um, yeah. Reading these Power Rangers comics reminded me a lot of a tabletop RPG called Masks. Masks okay. is from yeah. the uh, tabletop company Powered by the Apocalypse. That's mm-hmm. the name of the company, name of the system. I forget which, but it's a very sort of uh streamlined tabletop rpg system that's not as dense or as crunchy as dungeons and dragons it's got like a a limited number of like power sets and things you can do it just takes like 2d6 it's more improv based uh which is why i really took to it and it is a teen superhero game Uh, I googled it real quick. I'm on the page for Magpie Games and they describe it as be the hero you want to be. Halcyon City has had more than its fair share of superheroes, super teams, super villains and everything in between. Your team of young supers must forge your own path amidst the pressures of a world full of people telling you what to do and who to be and kick some butts along the way. Masks, a new generation. So I guess they've got a second version now. Uh, as a superhero tabletop role-playing game full of adventure, youthful angst, and dazzling bravery. Take on the roles of members of the latest generation of superheroes, young adults trying to figure out who they are, what kind of heroes they want to be. So this is not obviously a Sentai-type story. It's more among the lines of like a Teen Titans or a Young Justice or something yep. like that. You, the comic expert, could name more. A Runaways, a Young yeah, Avengers, absolutely. any number of youthful superhero teams but i imagine if you wanted to do like a sentai story you could maybe kind of adapt it and the way we played our game was like very much about like our inter-team dynamics and like uh grudges and rivalries and budding Mm. crushes and like brotherhoods and things like that and they've got different archetypes you can play 
And my archetype, uh, he was like a technopath. And I made him the son of a famous henchman, just like mm. the go to henchman guy. If you, you need some help, you, you you call this guy, you hire him. He's a henchman at large. And I'm uh, his snooty teenage son. I'm like very Draco Malfoy. My father's going to hear about this. <laughs> That's great. It was really it was really fun. I played that campaign several years ago. It never had a full ending. I don't know what any of the rest of my party mates are up to, but I have very fond memories of masks. Please enjoy cool. masks on your own. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, let's see. I, of, of course, if, if, if you want the nostalgia of the original show and you want more shows like it, I also grew up on things like VR Troopers Big oh bad Beetleborgs. Yes. All that's a big bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> um, I I used to have action figures of those too when I was younger. I do, I no longer have them. Uh, but the Beetleborg action figures that I I had were like shiny and metallic. Uh, that that was neat. Um, but but yeah, it's just the the same style of like Super Sentai show uh these ridiculous like karate moves and action and explosions and they fight these weird little monsters and stuff like that um yeah go 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 check that out for sure i already mentioned radiant black um which is a comic published by image comics uh that kyle higgins uh who wrote these uh these bucks is making along with a number of other people it's interesting the way that image is doing it because they're an independent publisher um they're not like everything that they publish is in the same universe it's just every all the creator owned uh stuff so a, a number of these creators kind of got to get together and was like hey what if we make a shared universe here uh and so they have like Radiant Black, Radiant Red, Radiant Pink. They have a few other characters uh, and books that are out there. Uh, and it has been picking up some some steam. It's been real popular. Uh, like I said, I read the first volume recently and instantly was like, this is one of the best books I have read in quite a while. This is so good. Um so, yeah, I think after all of the Power Rangers stuff, Kyle Higgins knows how to uh, yeah. do that group dynamic, but also give you the like Power Rangers, Super Sentai stuff happening, but also knows how to build out the world and make his characters believable and make you interested in what's happening in their lives. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'd recommend that. Um I do, one of my favorite Marvel comics to recommend is always the runaways. If you want mm. like a, a superhero team uh, that is made up of characters that you really need to know absolutely nothing about them, go read Brian K. Vaughn's runaways. Uh, that was a really, really, really good series. And it's always a good one if you want to get into comics and you don't know where to start because it's da 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 daunting and you just don't mm -hmm. know. Start with them. They're, that's always a good spot to start. Um, but yeah. 
uh yeah if you want more serious takes on similar stuff i mentioned neon genesis evangelion um that i think is a show maybe best watched if you know a little bit about the mecha genre uh in ge- in general um but yeah that one is is much more mature uh and deals with a lot of the like psychological trauma uh that these kids might face when they get into these giant robots and do stuff like that uh i would also recommend gundam wing uh if you mm-hmm. want a gundam show that has a number of kids all piloting these gundams and they're kind of like a boy band together they're yes. not but like that's what everyone I, kind of if equates you them to them, yeah if you google them there are so many boy band <laughs> style illustrations of those kids yep yep they're exactly. in different outfits dynamic poses they're just like lounging somewhere <laughs> Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I, I recommend all of that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I think those are my recommendations for this week. Uh, so, Melissa, it is your turn to pitch what yes. we will be t- talking about this next week. We are going to talk about something I've been wanting to do on the show for ages. I'm like, now's the time. Uh, you know that every summer. I have local theater here in St. Louis yeah. does the series of musicals and I go see every one of them. I'm a big theater nerd. I have been wanting to do three pitches that are all filmed productions of live stage shows. Mm, so that's okay. what we have. I found three different musicals on different streaming platforms. Uh, this took a little bit of hunting to winnow out things that are just movie musicals like the right uh, Steven Spielberg West Side Story or something and to find stuff that's like recent and relevant. And it's not something that was recorded in the 80s and you have to like get it passed to Broadway HD or like pay 15 bucks to get it off prime. I tried to make this easy on you. So I have three okay. musicals. They're all relatively recent. I think these three productions I'm about to list for you have all been recorded since like it's like 2017 and 2019. Like they're all recent ones. I wanted to give you real yeah. relevant yeah. Yeah. ideas of the magic that you can go see on the stage. Cool. I've got it's some tough. some different tones and some different scales here. Uh, I found an article on Slash Film. This really helped pull together where I could find some of these and where they were streaming. So articles by Caroline Cow, uh, who I thought wrote some great descriptions. So I'm going to read some of these directly off of this article. Number one is Come From Away. This is a musical that you can find streaming on Apple TV Plus. Okay. There's a Mr. Rogers axiom that advises people to look for the helpers in times of traumatic disasters. When the Twin Towers in Manhattan were attacked by hijacked American planes in 2001, 38 planes were diverted to the Canadian province of Newfoundland and Labrador, where the small towners of Gander mobilized, fed and sheltered almost 7000 passengers, nearly doubling the town's population. Mm. Come from Way did not initially under where uh, did come from Way did not initially wear the understood blueprint of commercial success on Broadway. Without a protagonist, it was staged closer to a documentary musical with various characters playing real life people or composites functioning like talking heads. The show reminds us that hospitality is in the specifics. Kosher food, breakfast cooked at night for passengers of a different time zone, 
a private space for a Muslim man to pray in the escalating Islamophobic atmosphere. Performed on a minimalist set, the direction of Come From Away displays the directorial acuity that won it a Tony for Best Direction. So this is 12 actors uh, playing a multitude of roles on a very stripped down minimalist stage with like, here's 12 chairs. We keep moving the 12 chairs around to represent the plane or like different spaces. We're putting on different hats. We're putting on different jackets. Okay. Uh, we're taking That's you all around this, this island, this little innocent, wholesome Canadian island who suddenly had to take in all of these travelers from all around the world who just could not get into the United States. And it's about the, the stress and the fear and the inconvenience of those yeah. days, but also all of these very funny, sweet little moments. Like there's people making connections. There's just really odd details. Like all these planes are stuck on the tarmac before they can deboard. And people were complaining, like they only had Titanic and legally blonde. Like this is somebody's primary September 11th memory. So you said to keep watching Titanic on a plane that was stuck in Canada. So it's, it's Not very a combo. <laughs> I, uh, I have seen this play live and I believe okay. this uh, staged production film for Apple TV plus looks very similar to what I saw on stage. Uh, this is a, uh, a musical with a great variety of emotions to it. Uh, pitch number two, lightening up just a little bit. Newsies. Get your newsies. papers here. Extra, 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 extra. It's Newsies. Again, reading from the Slash Film article. The 1992 Disney musical movie Newsies was a cult classic saddled with disorganized structure as much as it was blessed with plenty of heart and dancing talent. The 2011 stage adaptation of Newsies streamlined the plot reimagined a passive love interest into an active journalist with backstory and translated its athletic choreography for a live jaw-dropping spectacle. There's nary a moment where somebody doesn't show off their vocal or athletic prowess with Alan Menken's songs. In a story ripped from the headlines of New York City's Newsboys strike of 1899, the paperboys busy themselves selling papers on the street to put food in their bellies and pay their bills. However, when the New York World publisher Joseph Pulitzer jacks up the price of the newspaper, which hinders the paper boy's already struggling business. Led by the plucky Jack, the, newspa- the paper boys ultimately decide to strike. The ensuing brutality tests Jack's faith in solidarity. You can watch the newsies sing and dance on Disney+. Plus. Cool. Yeah, I have also seen newsies live before. I don't remember it quite as clearly, but fun, rambunctious, just Bunch of boys in hats jumping around, wanting to be kings of New York. Uh, And then pitch number three, this one I am not reading from that Slash Film article. I Googled a bunch of articles yesterday. I forget which one pointed me in the direction of this. But on Paramount Plus, you can find the SpongeBob musical live on stage. This is, I believe, the most recent of these. There has been a SpongeBob SquarePants Broadway musical, unique in that it has numbers written by a ton of like pop stars like there's john legend wrote a song the panic of the disco wrote a song they might be giants wrote a song and it's all these different styles combined together for a big wacky colorful spongebob musical wherein huh. 
there's a volcano that's about to erupt and destroy Bikini Bottom. And it's about the citizens of the city trying to figure out what to do. Like paranoia creeps in. There's there's fear. They're like, that Sandy's a land mammal. We don't trust her. Get her out of here. And a bunch of sardines make Patrick into their new god. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this. This is the one I had not seen on stage before. So I actually have already watched this production that is on Paramount Plus so that I could know what I was in for. This is remarkable to see brought to the stage. It is a living cartoon. The way they have translated all of these classic SpongeBob characters into live stage costumes. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't even I'm, I'm breathtaking by Squidward alone. I could not take my eyes off of Squidward. There's somebody <laughs> on the stage doing sound effects live, like wacky footsteps and a slide whistle. Like they pull out all these ridiculous props. Like I, Interesting. <laughs> I've never seen anything quite like it. Not to steer you in this particular pitch's direction, but if you don't pick this, like go watch it on your own time. I was really, I was really dazzled by the creativity at play in the SpongeBob musical live on stage. Uh, so those are our okay. three pitches okay. from the serious and and the stark and minimal come from away the uh, d- athletic prowess jumping around with newsies or the cartoon underwater delight of SpongeBob live on stage. Oh, man, you ramped these up more and more wild and intense as as they <laughs> as they went. Right. Um I don't know. There's there's uh, there's something about just the the minimalism that is on my mind of that first one that I I think would be interesting to watch. Um, I might do that on my own time. I I think I think I might go right in the middle and do the newsies. Um, Newsies on Disney Plus. Okay. yeah, I think uh, I feel like that's a good balance of the like it's not so minimal but it's not so mm. wild and crazy as the what the spongebob mm. ones sounds like which that also sounds just like a spectacle to, to please, go see, please right? do watch it it's i really enjoyed watching that live spongebob musical or just google it just google it and look at what this thing looks like right yeah um but yeah i think newsies would be a good 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 pick to do next okay um i uh, I'm, I'm happy you picked this one. I wanted to pick musicals. I think SpongeBob and Come From Away are still in their like, maybe they're on Broadway, maybe they're on national tours. But Newsies is like you could see a local high school or community theater do Newsies. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to put it in here. I'm like, what are musicals Kyle could see and might want to see? Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. That is what we will do for this next week. Newsies, which you said was available on Disney Plus. Yes. Uh, um, and of course, they've got the original movie from the 90s. I think stars a young Christian Bale oh, okay. uh, as one of those dancing kids. But yeah, we were watching the filmed live on Broadway version of Newsies. Cool. Um, and yeah, just uh, what, one more little small thing of housekeeping for down the road at the end of the month. Our next end of the yes. month special, uh, which we will do through the remainder of the year. Uh, except for December, in which we don't do one. Uh, we are going to be reading some Hellboy comics. Uh, mm-hmm. So we will read the first three Hellboy 
comics or the first three volumes of Hellboy uh, for the end of this month. So just one thing to note for down the road. Um, but yeah, I think that wraps us up for this week. So, Melissa, where can people find you on the Internet? I, I still do have a Twitter and an Instagram at Wilkywit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. For more 90s nostalgia, listen to my podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. And uh, I mentioned I used to play a campaign of the Masks tabletop role-playing system. That was on a podcast. If you're intrigued, cool. you can listen to it. The podcast was called The Lost Library. It had a couple different ongoing RPG uh, live play campaigns on it. Uh, the fifth, um, the masks game was called Fifth Watch. We were like the fifth generation of heroes to watch over that particular city. That's where the name comes from. So okay. we haven't done it in like three or four years, but those episodes still exist. You can hear them. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Threads and Blue Sky. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter, uh, at the Whatnots official on Threads, uh, and we are on Blue Sky too <laughs> at the Whatnots. So please go like, share, and subscribe. We got plenty more videos right over there for you. Uh, but this has been number 265 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see mm. you all next time. Bye. Bye.